Thank you for tuning in to episode number seven. Jessica Leslie, a caregiver for autistic children by day and a cigar enthusiast by night, has jumped on a call with me from British Columbia to talk about her experience with cigars. Stay tuned as we dig into our saved cigar bands to talk about our favorites and least favorites. And for my Canadian listeners, Jessica has some great tips and tricks on getting the best deals on cigars in Canada. I hope you all enjoy. Welcome to Ashes with Ash, a storytelling podcast from your tobacconist community, bringing you stories of life behind the cigar. Join me on this adventure to find the coolest cigar lounges, smoke some lovely cigars, and seek out the most incredible stories from our cigar lounge friends, owners, and customers. Let's tap into these untold stories with a little smoke and ash. It's so good to finally meet you virtually. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Where do you live now? How'd you get into smoking cigars? I'm from uh, <laughs> I'm from Canada, um, British Columbia. Oh, cool. um, and I got into cigars just by chance. I tried nice. the whole cigarette thing when I was a teenager, of course. Yeah. But... Um, but yeah, I was, uh, just walking around Victoria, which is the capital of BC and I was just, you know, store shopping and then all of a sudden I just walked past this huge place called the Old Morris, which is like one of the oldest cigar shops in, um, Canada, I think. And it's just the, the aroma of cigars kind of just made me stop in my tracks and I did the whole, what what do I smell? Yeah. Something amazing. (laughs) Then I just kind of walked into this building, and then there was, like, marble and granite, and there was a man behind the counter wearing, like, a full tux. And I kind of was just, like, what did I just step into? It was, was like, (laughs) it was so antique. It was so vintage. It was so old. And um, they had, like, a, a room to the right that had Cubans, and then there was a room to the left that had, um habanos and stuff like that and um, my favorite scar was uh the Romeo and Juliet oh yeah I know right but yeah it was just uh one of those by chance places I left spending about 300 bucks and now it's like a fawn hobby now oh that's so cool how long have you been smoking um roughly about five years now oh very nice so cool. How often do you smoke? Um, maybe about once a week, once every other week. Oh, cool. Um, my hometown is super small, so we don't don't actually have a cigar shop. Oh, so wow. So if I'm doing a road trip to like Vancouver, Victoria, um, then I'll like I'll buy a bunch. Um, right. I had a few subscriptions here or there, and I ordered from like Cigar Daily in the past. Yeah. And I actually became good friends with uh. Um, a cigar friend from Ontario, and he actually emailed me, like, uh, not emailed me, but, you know, sent me a package of of, uh, cigars. And it was just like, I think there was like 15 cigars in this package. And he's like, oh, no, I have so much, have some, have some. And they're like, 
just a shit ton of cigars. Brands yes. I've never really seen, ones that I've been on my list to try. And yeah, it's it's um a, it's a good hobby. Like yeah. I could be doing meth, I chose cigars. Exactly. <laughs> Not that that was a hard choice to make, but Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh, that's super cool. So are you smoking anything right now? Um, well, we, you and I were having technical issues, yeah. so I didn't get to light it Sorry. yet. <laughs> but I opened up um, Caldwell Anastasia. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a medium full body, and it has, like, some creaminess, has some spice to it. So I didn't get a chance to light it yet um, because technical issues yes of course <laughs> so it's kind of sitting there mocking me at the moment go for it light it up it's um, ready for you are you smoking anything right now I am not you know I I might try it because I was worried because I live in New York City and I'm just in like a very tiny apartment but I'm actually at a friend's place and they have this beautiful balcony and I thought about going out there to smoke but I was worried about the wind picking up like on my microphone oh. but now that I'm not on my regular microphone I wonder if I should try it or if I should risk it yeah know. it's uh it was <laughs> raining all day um, I Aww. also live in a very small apartment, so I can relate to that. Yeah. Um, but it is, this might surprise you, it is cold here in Canada right now. No way. <laughs> right? Uh, so it oh. hasn't been sunny for the past few days. It's been raining like crazy. Oh, and, But no, I live right in the downtown core of my city. So I have bus, Ooh. traffic, train. I realize you live in New York, so I'm. it's yeah. nothing compared to what... T- your sound is but yeah yeah that's crazy I know I'm like right now I'm on the 22nd floor of a building and I can still hear everything from the street it's crazy wow (laughs) now I'm only on the third floor so I'm pretty close to the street oh that's cool yeah still close but yeah apparently it doesn't even matter right (laughs) so uh what do you what do you do for a living um, I actually look after autistic children. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, How did you um, get into that? Well, I started working with, um, so in my early childhood, I got psych, I got carried, I got a bunch of fancy things. Um, but no, I started with uh, seniors that have dementia and Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and stuff like that. And then I decided to leave there and then uh, work one-on-one with a brain-damaged adult. And then due to COVID, um, I ended up losing my job there. But Mm. I ended up gaining a full-time position uh, with a family resource center here in town. Um, It's fully, it's government-funded. And it pays better than both those jobs. Oh, wow. jobs. And it's a respite program, so... Um, the kids, the parents pretty much drop the kids off with us when the parents kind of need the break from the kids. So these, you know, these are good parents, I promise you, but, uh, (laughs) um, they're shitty parents. Here's my kid. (laughs) Um, no, uh, but no, these kids, like they're nonverbal, they're aggressive. Like we have one who's a teenager who, um, can't control the bowel movements. Um, sorry, that's becoming kind of gross now, but in my no, line of work, it's something I talk about every day. Right. <laughs> so, 
Um, but, wow. but no, uh, I'm pretty much, I just kind of look after them. It's a double resource center. So there's always two staff on. Um, so some days like I'm getting hit, kick, pit, punched and bit by kids. Other days I'm getting like hugs and kisses. Aww. So I just, I come into work not knowing what the escalation is, if there is an escalation, what's on fire. Um, wow. Yeah. So it's, you know. That's intense. Yeah. But no, I've been doing that for almost two years now. Wow. That's incredible. It takes a lot of patience. I thought I had to be patient with technology with my cigar podcast. (laughs) You have got patience. Wow. That's really incredible. Yeah. So, but no, um, it's, it's a fantastic job. Um, I absolutely love it. It's different every single day. Um, but I wasn't too sure what, um, what I was going to do. So I just, this kind of like pushed me in a direction and I applied a bunch of different places and then, it just, I kept on getting pushed to, to this through chance, and now I'm here. Wow. So cool. Thank you. Yeah, so let's see. If you could smoke a cigar with any celebrity, dead or alive, who would it be? Robin Williams. Oh, my gosh. What a great answer. Right? Oh. Like, I, I, I'm not a celebrity person. I think I follow maybe three or four celebrities on Instagram and that's about it. Same. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm not, I don't like, I don't, I'm not saying I don't like celebrities. You people, yeah. they're, they're great. They're freakishly attractive, but I, I'm not one of those like, Oh, what's Britney Spears doing this week? What is right. Taylor Gomez doing? I don't know what her name is. Yeah. It's I, like, don't go crazy over them. I'm the same way. Like you see, especially in New York, people, on the street, standing outside in lines for hours and hours to see a celebrity. I just, I can't really get into that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just like, who gives a flying monkey? I know, right? Wait, am I allowed to swear on this? Yeah, go for it. Yes. Because, okay. <laughs> yeah, flying monkey is not in my vocabulary. I'm so sorry. I kind of like it, but. <laughs> <laughs> who gives a flying monkey? Um, why a monkey came to mind I don't know I could have went with pig or dog or cat but no monkey I like monkey monkey (laughs) flying monkey (laughs) Um, but no um, Robin Williams I remember growing up watching his shows watching his movies um, Good Morning Vietnam Robot uh, Poem Society why am I drawing a blank now but no, I, just, I, I don't even know if Robin Williams smokes cigars. I just know he is right. funny as fuck, and he is just incredibly talented, and he has a beautiful soul inside and out. Oh, my gosh, um, yeah. But I just, I know that it would be the funniest conversation in my entire oh. life is to actually, like, have a cigar with him. Like, he's... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have chills just thinking about it. You're so right. That's a really good one. He would be. I mean, what's something you think you would want to ask him? Of uh, I, I everything. Everything. <laughs> I know, right? Everything. He would be just such a good conversation. He's just in his movies and interviews and everything. He's always so welcoming. Yeah. 
So yeah. yeah, you're right. Even if he doesn't smoke cigars, you know he would just sit there with you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And just hear him talk like um do his voices, do lines. I I just oh uh, Miss uh Miss Deltfire, oh my oh, god. Oh gosh, yeah. Like it's just yeah, just uh it's just one of those people that I wish I would have met him. I don't care about any other celebrity. Right. I of course everyone loves Marilyn Monroe and yes, of course. But yeah. Robin Williams, I love my funny people. Yes. I love my funny people. Any person, yeah. male or female, that makes me laugh. And Robin Williams just always made me laugh. 100%. Yeah. So. Oh, so cool. So there's not a lot of cigar lounges where you are. Do you ever, do you usually go to lounges or do you mostly just kind of stay home? I mostly stay home uh, lounges per se. Um, we still aren't here in Canada. We're not, we don't really smoke inside. Oh, so right. if there was like a cigar shop um, or lounge with quotation marks beside it, I'm doing the yeah. whole bendy finger thing. <laughs> um, um, so lounge per se, there's usually like benches or tables outside in like away from like all oh, the other buildings because um, you have to be within like six feet from the front entrance to smoke anything wow. I don't know if that's a common rule everywhere but at least here in Canada it is wow um I know we're such babies up here <laughs> it's crazy so oh my gosh <laughs> I know so sensitive I thought we, we were sensitive and <laughs> oh, no no as Canadians we get offended by everything no I'm kidding oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding um only when it comes to hockey teams and oh, if yeah. no a hockey team loses then it's just full riots oh my um, gosh that's crazy i love hockey yeah. i know i'm a huge canucks fan oh, um right because right, i'm in, i'm in bc you know it depends on the season right. bc lions during the summer and then canucks during the winter nice um, yeah but yeah uh <laughs> cigar shops um um, I've never physically been in a lounge, but cigar shops that had outdoor patios, yes, to be yeah. technical. But I hear there are some beautiful lounges in like Arizona and Florida, New York. Oh I've even gosh, heard yeah. about some great stuff in like Italy and stuff like that. I see pictures of people that are in those places and I'm like, I want to be there. I hate you. I love you. Invite me next time. I know, right? <laughs> it's so crazy. Wow. So you've never like really been in a lounge sat in a lounge that's crazy no no i i hear they're great yeah (laughs) come once this pandemic dies down you gotta come to the city i'll take you to some lounges hell yes new york new york has definitely been on my bucket list for years as far as i've gone to new york was back in 1998 i was 13 Mm -hmm. i think that's the correct math and (laughs) I went to Niagara Falls with my grandparents. That's as close I've been to New York. And that was the last So. You're due for a trip then. Obviously. Yes. So. But yeah, this pandemic, I actually just got my first uh, vaccine shot the other day. Oh, nice. How was it? It, um, have a big meal beforehand. Um, A little woozy. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I got a little bit woozy afterwards. I only had coffee and a little thing of oatmeal in my system. Ooh. So it wasn't. It wasn't a lot. Mm. Um, but yeah, I definitely got a little bit woozy. Uh, the only one that they offered me in at the clinic here um, was the visor one. 
Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have that in the U.S. or not. Yeah. But um, in my line of work, um, it was, I was the next on the shot list. Mm -hmm. So a bunch of my coworkers were trying to get in on all in the same day in the same week. So a bunch of us couldn't really lift our, or move our left arm very well. Oh, yeah. A little sore. A little sore. Did you get sick from it or anything? No. Oh, no. No. Um, It's just like taking any other shot. Like, I'm covered in tattoos, so it wasn't painful for me, and it's super quick. Um, And I have no issue getting the shot. Um, I I don't mean to go political and stuff like that. but. Um, but yeah, um, I know I have some friends that are kind of scared of it. Um, it's, it's, it's a shot. It's, it's a vaccine. Uh, we've got a bunch of them as babies. Um, so it's nothing that we as humans haven't experienced in the past. Right. Um, but, but anyway, uh, back to cigars. I'm sure no one wants to talk about the vaccine. You're going to get angry phone calls. (laughs) That's the Canadian. <laughs> no, I'll just ignore it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, so cigars, cigars, cigars. What do you look for in a cigar? You look like uh, it's a wrapper, binder, ring size. Honestly, I have so many different ones in my humidor. Um, I length, size, width, band, different colors. Um, yeah. I have this one cigar. Um, it's actually green. And it's, Ooh. yeah, what is that brand? Um, but no, I'm, I look for cigars that I haven't actually smoked yet. Love I don't that. have a preference yet. Um, but, but yeah, this, uh, green and brown cigar, it is by Oscar Valadares. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful, like the, um, it's yeah, brown and green, and the band is like this beautiful green and gold, and it's absolutely beautiful cigar. Um, but I, I smoked the, the judge I, who who makes it. I can't remember. Oh, um, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking um, about my father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, my father. Yeah, the so the judge. Um, I don't mean to get inappropriate, but that was a little bit too. Uh, thick for my liking oh yeah yeah that was a little bit too girthy yeah Um, I know what you mean I'm definitely gonna get some that's what she said from a bunch of people (laughs) that's perfect it's my favorite quote so (laughs) oh I know oh the office oh my gosh yes I love that oh I can't even I I have no idea how many times I've watched it through my favorite episode (laughs) is when they're doing the um the first aid Oh my gosh! Yeah, so alive, and then Dwight just yes. cuts off the dummy's face and just wears it yes. as a mask. Oh my god! So hilarious! Oh. I think my favorite has to be dinner party. Ooh, dinner oh, when party. he shows up his um uh, new TV. <laughs> yes, his new TV. Oh it just goes straight into the wall here. <laughs> yeah, eight inch by eight inch. Oh my god! Oh, so ridiculous! Like. It, and you know, like in real life, if you were to actually work with him, he would drive you insane. Oh, absolutely! But, absolutely. but like on the show, he's hilarious, and you want to know him, but you don't actually want to know him. <laughs> oh, but, um, 
So I know you have a bunch of questions for me. I have a question for you that's not on this list that you gave me. Go for it. What's your preferred cut? Like, are you a triangle? Are you a punch? Are you a flat? Um, what's Is there a preference cut for you? You know, I've never really had a preference cut. But I will say, recently, um, I've never really noticed a huge difference in cuts. And I usually always do a punch just because that's what I carry with me. I have this really cool antique, like, bullet punch. Um, and it's just like tiny and I carry it with me. So I always just go with that just cause it's there and accessible, mm-hmm. but I've never noticed like a huge difference in smoking when I cut, but I will say that I learned recently that a lot of people do the V cut. If mm-hmm. it's a cigar that is, I don't know, maybe not humidified enough, or if it's just a certain type of cigar that, you know, it may unravel a mm-hmm. little bit. So I was having some issues a few weeks ago with this cigar that just kept unraveling. It was so good. I just kept trying to smoke through it and get over it. And then someone told me I should do a V cut next time to help it not unravel so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I know, right? Yeah, because yeah. I always do these um, super amateur cuts with the straight, and uh-huh. I cut too much. And then I'm right. swearing and curse, cursing, and I'm trying to lick the wrapper to keep it steady or keep it right. wrapped. And I just look like an idiot doing it. <laughs> no. I, do, I do prefer the V. Um, yeah. Straight is too easy to screw up on. But the uh-huh. punch, I find, depending on the cigar, I need to do one or two punches. Oh, interesting. Because I'm like, I can't get enough air. So right. it's like, so I'll do like another punch and then, you know, another punch hole and then it's better. Yeah. Um, but. So you usually go with V-cut. Why did you start going with V-cut? Um, because I just, I. The first cutter I ever bought was a straight one. And you know, those cheap little black ones that oh, gosh, are always yeah. like, like, oh, here you go. And I ended up losing it. And then I got another uh-huh. one um, that ended up breaking on me somehow. And then I drove over another one, if I remember correctly. And I lent one to another, <laughs> lent one to a friend. Um, one's in the bottom of a lake. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So they're the cheap little black ones. Um, they actually started buying better quality ones. So I yeah. decided to be a boozy bitch and buy an $80 straight cut one. Woo! I know, right? Nice. Um, I was feeling fancy that day. And it has like a sugar skull on it. It's actually quite pretty. Ooh. Do you notice the difference in the cut? Um, surprisingly, yes. I think it's just cool. the blade that cuts it. It's just it's a lot sharper. Right, yeah. So it's definitely the quality of the steel that they used to make it. Um, but the V cut, I just find if I'm completely intoxicated and I want to cut a cigar, I'm less likely to fuck up if I'm using the V cut. So true. Yeah. I like that. That's a good reason. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have any tips or tricks with cigars that someone taught you that you still use regularly? Um, well, my, on. Ontario friend he actually when he shipped me a bunch of those cigars he gave me these uh water pearls um they're 
super pretty clear things and they help keep my humidor at a regular temperature because before I was having so many issues it the temperature was always dropping my cigars would dry out and then I would try to get the temperature back up and I was doing Mm -hmm. this cat and mouse with the temperature yeah and he sent me like a little baggie of those things so I have them in my humidor in a like a shot glass with a like distilled water and I find that as long as I have that filled with water then I don't have an issue with the whole keeping my temperature even very interesting so I I don't really know what they're called but they are some they're clear pearls and they kind of look like orbs do you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah you kind of played with those as a kid if you add water they kind of swell up okay yeah and uh yeah they just kind of keep moisture in at a decent temperature and stuff like that so if I if I'm working and I don't look at the temperature for like a week or maybe even two weeks Uh then it's still good I'm like yeah damn so whatever these things are called buy them (laughs) but yeah I have like Boveda packs I got those uh the Humi Smart packs Mm -hmm. and I just find that those little orb things are just a lot better very cool. That's a, yeah. That's why I use the Boveda packs. Yeah. Um. It's just so much easier than keeping up with your humidor. But those little pearl things sound super cool. I have to look into that. Yeah. Um. I'll send you a picture of them. Later. Yeah. And yeah. Do that. It just like like I said like I don't really know what the hell they're called. But he sent me some, and he's like, "This will help." Yeah. And um. And then. Um, keeping like a full humidor, like I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I have counting twenty-five cigars in my humidor. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, keeping a bunch in there works with the temperature, and just keeping those little pearl things in there definitely help as well. Super so, cool. Um, but as for tips and tricks, like um. That's all I know is, is that, um, but when, you know, I screw up on the light and it, you know, it's uneven, I, I don't really know how to fix that besides like turning the cigar upside down or like, Mm -hmm. uh, someone was like, oh, just, uh, take like, you know, ash it out and then recut the bottom. I'm like, what? Uh, I'm like, I tried that out of curiosity and it made the cigar taste a little bit bitter I don't know if that's yeah I've tried that before too and it's like I feel like sometimes it worked out okay but other times it just made it taste ashier yeah yeah I don't I don't know what if I was doing something weird but also when you cut the bottom end of it like that Mm -hmm. I feel like it's more likely to unravel right scared cutting that end yeah yeah um but have you ever, I've never experienced them yet, but everyone talks about those little cigar bugs. I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't Cause, think so. Because um, I was um, reading this forum page and they were talking about cigar bugs in the sense that if there's like a pinhole hole in your cigar, uh-huh. then you might be getting bugs. Oh, yeah. So 
I haven't experienced them yet, but I am low key paranoid about them. I don't know if they were just pulling my leg or something. So like the beetles, I know like the cigar beetles. Oh, that's probably um, enough. Maybe yeah. It's usually if they're just uh, way too humidified or really old cigars. But yeah, I'm like terrified of that too. When somebody told me that, I was like. Bugs in my cigars. What are you talking about? <laughs> but I haven't seen it yet either. No, neither have I. But I always make sure that they're all in like um, um, that plastic wrapper. Yes. Yeah. I want to say saran wrap, but that's not right. <laughs> it seems like it would be, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, <laughs> um, um, cellophane. So, yes, that's the word. Yes. I'm like I'm looking at it. And I'm touching it. I'm like, what? What is her name? what is this word? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I try to keep mine in that too. I know there's like every once in a while I'll go to a shop and there's a few cigars like Padrones and whatnot. They don't have this cellophane. Um, But I usually always have extra bags just in case. Yeah. I always keep my bags and stuff like that. So yeah. And Uh, do you keep your uh, bands? I do keep my bands. I have this little journal I it's like a tiny pocket-sized journal that my friend got me once and it's just it was just so cute I didn't know what to do with it I didn't want to like write down random weird thoughts that come into my head or it was just and it's like leather bound and handmade Mm -hmm. so I eventually I had it for years without even using it I was just too cute to use I didn't know what to use it for so now I take my cigar bands and I tape them or glue them into the pages. So I now have this cute little journal where I keep all my cigar bands. Oh. Yeah. I have them flat in a Ziploc bag, so you're better than I am. <laughs> nice. Well, see, it, that's, it, that's usually what ends up happening. I'll go to a shop and I'll forget my little journal. And then I just look in my purse the next morning and I just have like 10 cigar bands laying in there. Like, oh man, <laughs> should have brought my book. <laughs> uh, what was your uh, first cigar? My first cigar was probably a Kristoff. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly, but I know that is what my dad used to always bring me is Kristoff's because I think because of the size, they have like the smaller Maduros and everything like that so he'd just bring me something small um small easy smoke so I believe it was a Christoph Maduro Mm. yeah Mm. so good what about you what was your first Uh, the Romeo and Juliet oh that's right yes Mm. those are so good and then um um yeah pairing is everything like I have uh it's slightly watered down at the moment, but I love to pair whiskey and mm-hmm. cigars. I have an ice cube mm-hmm. in it, which is pretty much gone, so it's like watered down. Yeah. But it's the Weiser's brand. Um, I think it's a Canadian whiskey. I believe that's what Weiser's is. I don't know. I might be wrong, and someone's going to correct me. Oh, nice. um, but I did a very amateur move um, a few years back, and I bought... A Monte Cristo, it like this shitty little store right beside a restaurant in this middle of nowhere town in Canada in the middle of winter. Uh-oh. And I bought two, I brought them home, and I didn't have a 
proper humidor at the time. So I smoked the next day and it was like the grossest, bitter, dry. I'm pretty 100% sure it was my fault. And by how they kind of kept it there and the person that was selling it was, you know, you know, kind of creepy with a lazy eye and oh yeah scratching his you know beard and skin flakes is coming everywhere yeah. gross so just <laughs> so i would like to try a monte Cristo again yeah when it's like at a better better place to buy right yeah i can actually put in my humidor for like a week and then smoke it because everyone yeah. raves about how great they are but my first experience was negative and it was pretty for my fault yeah, maybe. I don't know. I There's one cigar that it's very random. It's one of my favorite cigars. So maybe I'm a little bit biased, but there's this one cigar. It's the Curavari Buenaventura. It's the mm. Crema. And I actually really love smoking half of that cigar and then saving it for the morning with my morning coffee, saving really? the rest of it. I don't put it back in my humidor because I don't want it to smell like, I don't want the rest of my cigars to smell like ash, but there's mm. something about this cigar that is so good the next morning with my coffee. Mm. I, and maybe it's just me. I don't know, but I love that. But that also reminded me the Buenaventura Crema. Um, it is very similar to the Monte Cristo white series. Mm-hmm. So the Monte Cristo White Series is Nicaraguan binder and filler, but it's grown with Dominican seed. And then it has a Connecticut shade wrapper, but the Buenaventura is Nicaraguan binder and filler, Connecticut shade wrapper, just the same, but it's grown with Cuban seed. And it's really good. So if you do try a Monte Cristo, I would try the Monte Cristo White Series. I do really like that one, but. Curavari, Buenaventura, one of my all-time favorites. Mm. Really good, light, nice, easy smoke. And for some reason, it's so good the next morning still. <laughs> really? And you kind of just leave it on your ashtray type of thing? Yep. Yep, oh. I just leave it on my ashtray and relight it the next morning, you know, kind of wipe off the ash as much as I can. But I don't I don't know what it is about that cigar. Wow. Very I've weird. I've never... I've never done that but that's definitely because sometimes I can't finish a cigar and uh-huh. I'm just like it is late I'm intoxicated I want to go to bed and sometimes mm-hmm. I'll like I'll just kind of put it I found like I have a broken up cigar in like my purse pocket of my purse. oh yeah so I've been there I've had those <laughs> those situations but I've never purposely left one out for me to have in the morning I should actually yeah. try that next time. Yeah, like try it. Because I'm, I, you know, I hate to waste a cigar. Right. And even when I'm like done with it and I can't smoke anymore and I know if I smoke anymore, I'm not going to feel good or something like that. But that's, yeah, I try to smoke it the next morning. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Um, have you, I absolutely love these. Um what uh seldom draw the rose of sharon yes you... oh my god oh so good i just last night i had a jacob's ladder by southern draw oh they are seriously my favorite brand at the moment yeah. i just 
they have a few other flavors out. Um, and I just, I, I've been seeing them maybe it's because it's pink and it was super cute. Yeah. And I'm like, I need to try the cigars. So I ordered from, um, a full, like a full case, um, yeah. from cigars daily and shipping to Canada was surprisingly fast. I know oh. that means nothing to you, but when something comes to me, um, from the United States to Canada and it's within a, like a week, I'm like super happy about it. Oh, interesting. Because normally it takes like a month for anything, anywhere to come to me, if not more. Oh, wow. So if something oh is gosh. like, I know, right. Being like buying to buy something from Canada and have it shipped to me is like buying anything oh. outside of Canada. I'm sorry. Um, is just, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's, it's a pain in the ass. That's crazy. And I couldn't find any, um, Southern draw. Um, retailers here in Canada which is super weird and I've even asked people like do you know this brand they're like oh it's mostly in the United States and stuff like that but I'm like why don't you carry it like yeah exactly not a lot of places here in Canada carry it and they're super popular and you know I just saw on Instagram and I'm I have to find it Southern Draw just released an exclusive cigar called Midnight Rose really Yes, I just saw it today. I've got to find it. It looks really cool. But it says it's like really strong. So I'm not sure how I'll exactly feel about it. But just because I love Southern Draw. Mm-hmm. And I love that Sharon Rose. Those have like, um, uh, they have Desert Rose as well. Um, oh, right. But I am actually on the Southern Draw website right now. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if I can find that post. I saw it on Instagram. It's called Midnight Rose. Do you like your cigars full body or what's your? Um, I do like full body. I usually go for a Maduro or San Andreas wrapper. Um, but I'm not like a, like the triple Camacho. Like I'm not mm-hmm. that full body. Um. Nothing too strong, but not and not all about like super light, like the Connecticut shades and whatnot. Every once in a while, I like one, especially if like say in the morning with coffee or something. But for the most part, I like it to be pretty bold. What about you? Um, I I do like mine super bold because I want to taste the spice. I want to yeah. taste like the cedar, the leather, the cocoa, the creaminess. I yes. find with the milder stuff, I don't taste anything. It just, right. it's boring to me. I feel ya. Yeah. But I, um, yeah, I'm still looking for that Midnight Rose. I couldn't find it on their site. Let me see. Oh, here we go. Um, okay. I found it on Instagram. I'm going to send it to you. Okay. Yeah. Take me in it. it. Oh, there's only, they only produced... 1750 so there's not even 2,000 of them out there ah that is a beautiful wrapper actually looks like candy I know right (laughs) you thinking the same thing oh my god it's like a graffiti artist and the you know Tootsie Roll makers kind of came together to (laughs) seriously now I'm really curious what it tastes like (laughs) 
Um, if you really like the cedar flavor, I, okay, I talk about Kiravari so much, like I should just be their sales rep at this point, but <laughs> Kiravari, their Buenaventura series, the same series as the other one I was talking about, but mm-hmm. this one's the Praline. It's a San Andreas wrapper, but it leaves this amazing cedar taste on your lips so, like, anytime you smoke it and you just, like, lick your lips and you taste the cedar so strong throughout mm-hmm. the whole time you're smoking it, it is so good. It is my favorite cigar for sure. And cedar, that's the Selden Draw one? No, that was the Curavari Buenaventura. Um, yeah. I was just thinking when you said you like the cedar leathery flavors. I was yes. like, oof, cedar. Uh, Me too. Uh, uh, what is the most expensive cigar you've ever smoked? Ooh, I don't know. Other than like Padron, the only thing I can think of is I've had uh, friends bring me back Cubans. But yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. What about you? Um, well, I don't, I know pricing is a little bit different here in Canada, so uh, like a five dollar cigar stick for you would be more like a fifteen cigar stick for me. Oh wow! So depends. So my pricing is a little bit off. Um, but I did buy did smoke a Maduro. Um, mm-hmm. here, um, I actually paid forty five dollars for that stick. So I, the wrapper was red, black, and gold. Uh-huh. And I just remember seeing Maduro. Maybe if I look through my stash of, but yeah, it was one of those things. It, I kid you not, it cost me like 45 bucks, but it was, honestly, it was worth it. Yeah. Um, How was it? It was fantastic. Like it, it was. It smoked well, like it burned well and everything too. Oh yeah. Oh, um. I literally just dreamt all my bands on my bed. I know. Um, yeah, it was on purpose. Trying to look oh, for okay, maybe that take. <laughs> yeah, um, we get the odd Cubans here because I guess they're allowed here in Canada. But it's oh. not really something that I go after. I don't know why. But I prefer yeah. to like, give me something different. But, right. Hmm. That's I'm funny thinking. because, you know you have more access to Cubans, so you don't want them. I think that's the big reason a lot of people really want a Cuban cigar, because they Mm -hmm. don't have access to it. (laughs) Right? It's funny. But yeah, um, otherwise, I've had like, um, uh, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, Davidoff? Oh yeah, Davidoff. Uh Davidoff. Yeah. Um, They're actually quite nice. I had my first one. Mm -hmm. The uh, the Toro, uh, Guinevere, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, that was creamy. I absolutely Ooh. love that. But, um, I do love the Olivia. I know lots of people mm. think that's overrated, but, um, it's, it's I like smoking, mm, it's like smoking a little chocolate bar. Yeah. It just, I find it so sweet. And I actually pair that with, I kid you not, a simple hot chocolate with marshmallows. Oh, yeah. It just, they pair so nicely. Yeah. Um, but, and, 
Philippines. Joya de Nicaragua. Oh yeah. Magna. Um ooh, Principal Cigars. Oh, never heard of that. Yeah. The wrapper's super cool. Oh. But no, I just decided to go through all my cigars that I've smoked in the past. Lots of these I've actually forgotten. I know, right? Oh. <laughs> I do that too. I'm looking through my bands and I'm like, when did I smoke that? <laughs> mm. Oh, the black market. That was actually good. Mm. Uh, Trinidad. I was super excited because everyone was raving about that one. And it wasn't bad. It was on the lighter side. Okay. Um, my father's cigar, Le Baijo. Oh, the... Uh... I the bijou. Bijou. Oh. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I should be saying these out loud because I don't <laughs> want to be like, no, you pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. It's, as long as you're trying and you're not overly butching it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, I got a bunch of Padron wrappers. Oh, yeah. Got a few Maduros. Um, lots of Romeo and Juliet's. Um, Punch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Punch. I haven't had a Punch in a long time. Mm. I had a cigar last night. I don't know who it's from. It's called Daughters of the Wind. Daughters of the Wind? It that sounds so like a porno, good. actually. I know, right? Daughters of the Wind. <laughs> it was, I know. When I saw the wrapper, I was like, that's really random. And then there's a horse on the wrapper. But it oh. turned out to be a really good cigar. I want to get oh. more of it. Mm. Um, I got this one wrapper. It's Drew Estates. The oh, yeah. Rebirth of Cigars. And the wrapper itself is like a beautiful shade of blue with like gold lining. And it has kind of like a family crest look to it. Oh. I don't remember what that one was like. That's beautiful wrapper, but I don't remember... It's like lots of these are like, I smoked a cigar three years ago type of thing. I still have the wrapper. Uh -huh. So, yeah, and I got one that actually kind of looks like a El Septimo. Hmm. I don't even know how to pronounce that. I don't know. Yeah, like lots of these wrappers are absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I love a good wrapper. It's like a Gurkha. Have you had Gurkha? Gurkha? I don't have the band, so I don't think so. I do not see a yeah. Gurkha among my bands here. That might actually be one of my overrated cigars. I, yeah. They're good, but and their artwork is just so beautiful. They have the best boxes and wrappers of all time, and I think that's why a lot of people go to them. But they're not actually my number one, but I I will buy a box just for the box. Like, that's how cool their boxes are. Wow. <laughs> They're so cool. How big is your humidor? I Right now, I actually just have a pretty small humidor. Um, just like a tabletop. Maybe holds like 25 to 30. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. literally what I got as well. It's, yeah. It Honestly, it looks like a simple little wooden box that could be maybe even like a jewelry box, depending if right, yeah, no, exactly. Um, I bought it, I think, three years ago or something, four years ago. 
Mm. Um, uh, what's that guy's name? His first name is Alejandro. Oh. Did he, like, make some? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, A.M. or A. Marshall. So I ended up ordering my first humidor from him. Not trying to do a shout out or anything like that. Like he's a bit of a dick. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) He's actually a really nice guy. But um, I just wanted, I didn't want anything with like the Canadian flag on it. I didn't want anything that was super Mm -hmm. like, hello, I'm a cigar box. But I wanted something simple and beautiful. And yeah, um, honestly, ordering from him was a lot cheaper than buying here in Canada. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, so the most cigar boxes here, I think the cheapest I was able to find in Vancouver was about 800 to $1,000. I'm buying one wow. from Wow! Right? And I'm buying one from him who, um, Andrew, he's from Florida, I believe. And I think taxes in with exchange rate, I paid 300 bucks. Wow. And he also um, ordered me um, a Boveda sensor thing. Because I couldn't oh. order them, because I couldn't order from them myself because they just didn't ship to Canada. Again, wow. Canada sucks. Like no one likes so us. So weird. And so he definitely hooked me up with like a beautiful cigar, cigar box, a beautiful humidor, and like definitely some helpful tips along the way. So I'm. So yeah, that's so cool. Um, so yeah, huge shout out to him for being helpful that's so. awesome i'll have to look him up yeah, yeah mine is just uh mine was my grandfather's yeah passed down to me after he passed away so it's a little it's like a navy blue small humidor with new york yankees <laughs> emblem on it he loved the yankees <laughs> yeah i would love to eventually one day have like a tall Mm-hmm. like a taller one maybe even still like desktop size but just like with the glass and the door so you can like see it one day yeah, yeah. um i'm in the same boat as you when it comes to living arrangements um i yeah small apartment mm-hmm. and i just don't have space for something like that uh, it's someday exactly. someday yeah so the exactly. covid has definitely raised the pricing mar- housing market here in canada so oh, no. it's nothing compared to what you're experiencing in New York, but. Well, honestly, so I was living in Brooklyn, but then when COVID hit, so many people left the city that prices dropped because mm. they just needed people to fill these apartments. So I moved into the city. So now I'm walking distance to work, mm-hmm. but I'm getting kind of worried now that now that things are starting to go back to normal that they're going to start trying to raise the price on me again. Hopefully not. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah, um, because we own our apartment. We bought it back in 2006. And if we want to buy an actual, like, a house, then we're going to, it's like, it's a full-on bidding war now. Like, you're, you, you have your house at, say, $600,000, but when everything's said and done, you're going to be selling it for over $100,000 over asking price. Just because it's such Jeez. a bidding war everywhere now. So just buying a house is just like, you're going to be, like, I don't know, like, that 
you know, a $700,000 house might sound cheap to you because, again, well, different countries. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, and even, like, Vancouver and Victoria, like, there was literally a shack that sold for over a million dollars in Vancouver. And Jeez. it was run down. It was missing a wall. And they tore down the house, but they still bought the property for literally a million bucks. I'm like, My what do you God. do for a living? <laughs> Seriously. How? Like, I'm a millennial. I can't afford that shit. No. Oh my god! No, when you said seven hundred thousand, I was like, I don't think I'll ever see that amount of money in my life. No, <laughs> I'm really starting to doubt it. <laughs> but uh, but no, um, the place that lots of uh, TV shows and movies they're being filmed in Vancouver, mm-hmm. but because my city, we've had such low cases of COVID that they have like they're filming something just downtown from me. Um, cool. And, like, they were filming, like, a bunch of TV shows and movies, like, in my surrounding areas. And I actually have a friend that does, like, costume um, design for a bunch of movies and TV shows. So, I'm like, now that those hoity-toity celebrities are coming up here to work, I'm like, how long is it until we're seeing whoever from that show walking down my street now? It's probably going to be a few years still. But it's just, it's one of those things, it's like, what's the market going to look like now? Right. It's just, it's, yeah, I'm not looking forward. Yeah, especially if you live in like a super, really cute town, and then people see that on TV, and then they look up where that town actually is. Yeah. Mm. But no, this uh, cigar is actually quite nice. Yeah, is it? Cool. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't really do it on camera, but you know. I know, right? Technical issues. So just pretend I'm breathing into the mic. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> it's a, it's actually maybe a little bit better for me because then I can't see you smoking, so I won't be as so envious. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's, what's it like? It's... It's really creamy. Like I, mm. I can't always pick up the creamy notes in cigars, but this one's actually quite nice. Um, and it pairs really well with my very watered down whiskey. Nice. But, <laughs> but no, it's actually quite nice. And the wrapper, it's I don't know if you've seen the wrapper before. It's uh, actually has like the Russian princess Anastasia on it. Oh, okay. And it's actually it's a beautiful wrapper. Like it's a so. Cool. But yeah, it's nineteen eighteen. It's like a two swords or something like that. But no, yeah. it's a beautiful wrapper. Um where can people find you to follow you? Oh, um just on Instagram, um I'm Jessica Leslie thirteen. Um I'm funny, I'm easy to talk to. Um, I don't, you're actually the first podcast I've ever done this oh, with. No way, cool. So I've had like a bunch of other people, um, ask and stuff like that and inquire, uh, lots, every single one of them has been, uh, males. Oh, right. So, um, lots of their comments towards me have been extremely inappropriate. Um, yep. I know what yeah. you mean. <laughs> right. Um, 
so I've I would rather do stuff like this with like another female because yeah. I've had like one guy was like I just want to watch you smoke and stuff like that we Ew. can webcam it I'm like fuck off <laughs> I'm like no I'm good and uh, yeah one guy was like uh, can you light a like film yourself lighting a cigar that's too big for you and stuff like that I'm like yeah. fuck does that even mean Oh, get no. out of here. <laughs> no, it's just, it's like, um, I was talking to, uh, I don't know what her first name is, but she's a beautiful woman from the UK and her and I were, she had a bunch of, um, a guy being super creepy to her and he was actually one of my followers as well. He's never said anything to me, but as soon as he was extremely inappropriate to her, I'm like, nope. He is deleted. Hundred percent. That is woman supporting women, and I'm all for that. And I just, it's I've had these situations where I'm just like, um, I don't want to know why. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's how I've been on Facebook. I I can't even. I just created Facebook just for the publicity for my podcast, Mm -hmm. and I'm about to delete it. It's just awful. I mean, men are just so, so awful, so disgusting. And I constantly have to block people, constantly have to delete comments off Mm -hmm. of my pictures. I'm like, is this really worth it? Like, Instagram isn't as bad. I've had to delete a comment every now and then. Yeah. But it's not as bad as Facebook. Um, Really? Um, My Facebook is strictly um more professional like I have a couple family members that follow me on Instagram Mm, um shout out to my cousin Michael who said that I look like D Snyder now um (laughs) with the hair um yeah I know I took it as a compliment but you know what (laughs) um age hasn't been that nice to him either so (laughs) um no I, I love my cousin we're the same age so we always harass each other um but no, Facebook, I keep my cigar life completely separate from my Facebook. I've had it since 2007. So I'm, it's oh, nice. mostly just for like, you know, family or yeah. like I do photography on the side. Um, cool. So I'll post like the odd picture, uh, which is what my goal was for Instagram originally was to portray like pictures, my photography and stuff like that. But oh, nice. I... I didn't even get any likes in any of my pictures. And then as soon as I started posting like selfies, then I started getting some likes and then I posted a cigar picture and then all of a sudden I got a shit ton of likes. Uh So I'm like, this is clearly what people want to see. Yeah. Right. Me smoking a cigar. I've uh, noticed that if I post like just a screenshot saying my podcast is up my new episode is up I don't get very many likes or listens but as soon as I post a picture of myself smoking a cigar then I get more listens to my actual podcast right crazy it's yeah it's definitely weird how things work and the algorithm and I don't even understand half of it I know right I know but yeah that's like the one thing I was worried about with starting a podcast is to be successful in the podcast world you kind of have to be into social media to promote Mm -hmm. yourself and I'm not very good at that um so yeah you're not narcissistic enough I know I guess not yeah exactly 
Like, I don't feel like I could, I would have to dress up. I don't, I work at an animal shelter, so I don't wear makeup on a daily basis or dress up. So just the fact of like having to dress up just to take a picture just for my Instagram, it's just like not in my realm. No, <laughs> no, crazy. like I, I was sitting, I went to the farmer's market this morning, then I went for brunch with my girlfriends and then I had some errands to do and all of that was just no makeup. So I'm like, well, she's going to have me on a webcam. Or not really work, oh, yeah. not sound dirty, but I've done <laughs> video. Um, so I'm like, I threw on like a bunch of makeup and I, you don't even get to see my pretty red lipstick now. And I'm I know, so right. Happy. Well, when I saw you for the split second that I did, you looked great. Oh, well, thank you. You looked amazing. And it made me feel terrible. I was like, wow, I did not try very hard. <laughs> oh, is that why your Just, mic didn't work? Exactly. This is all a lie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, next time I will wear sweats. Yeah. And as soon as this this recording started, I actually took changed and got into my pajamas. And now I'm just chilling on my bed. Nice. But, and I'm like, as soon as this is over, I'm washing off all this crap from my face. Because I prefer not to wear any makeup. I know I yeah. look like I'm almost sick. No. And I look like shit, according to some people. No. Sorry, That's that was lie, me projecting sure. my... <laughs> go for it <laughs> yeah what happened to your face i'm not wearing any makeup oh you look <laughs> thanks thanks uh all right i love that you look tired I'm, like, I'm not tired <laughs> i had 10 hours of sleep last night yeah just Take not wearing makeup and spin on it Ugh. that's why i like to not wear it as much as possible <laughs> just so just in case someone were to happen upon me i look normal <laughs> right uh, no, I do love makeup. I like putting on makeup. Like I like the ritual of it, and yeah. I like the way I feel afterwards. So I do yeah. love makeup, but I don't have the, I don't have it in me to do it every day. <laughs> God no, God no. Oh God, we're such girls. I know. Jeez, we just totally veered off here. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, red lips and a beautiful cat eye. Okay, right. now that the guys are stopped listening, let's talk about World Dominion. <laughs> Perfect. How are we going to take over? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we already got the implant thing, thanks to the government. So I'd okay. say we just take their testicles and snip them. <laughs> Perfect. We already know how to get them to follow us on Instagram. So right? I think we've got this. <laughs> right? Uh, oh, that's funny. But, but no, um, cool. yeah. It's, uh, yeah, definitely some inappropriate comments from men. Um, women have been oh, nothing yeah. but supportive to me. Um, and there's been like a few times when I've gotten a message being like, hey, so-and-so has used your picture and I just want to make sure they got your permission. They didn't tag you or anything. So a few oh. times I've actually had that uncomfortable conversation where like I mess- messaged the person. And they not only didn't respond, but they also then blocked me. Oh so I'm my like, God. So I'm like, and then all of a sudden, like, I don't know what their username is either. Oh, so, I'm like, so I've had that situation, I think, twice in the last fudge, in the last year or something like that. Wow. Um, and then I know I, you know, message a couple women myself and like, hey, um this guy has your picture on his page and it's not tagged i don't know if you know about it dot 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 and then last then all of a sudden 
you know, his account got deleted. And then she's like, oh, yeah, he's been doing that a lot. And we just uh, uh, wrote him up um, or whatever that terminology is. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, good for you for speaking out. Really? And then I was, uh, there's this one woman. Um, she's from Florida. I don't recall what her first name is without creeping Instagram. But uh, she does uh, lots of bathing suits. And she's mm-hmm. absolutely a beautiful human. But on, like, her arm or her rib cage, she'll actually put, like, who she is. So in case someone does steal her picture, which she says does happen once in a while. Like, she's, like, it's, she puts, like, her at symbol. I don't want to call what her name is. But I know she does that. And even in, like, I don't know if that's the reason why she does it. But I think most of her pictures, if not all of them, she actually has, like, it kind of, it's small. It kind of looks like a, like a tattoo. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, just her, like her logo on her arm or stomach or something like that, or on the bottom of the corner. Oh, that's a good so idea. like that's that's smart in case yeah. someone does steal your picture. Yeah, exactly. It's it's hard being beautiful, right? <laughs> oh, it's crazy. So you work in an animal shelter? That is amazing. Do you have yeah. any pets? I do. I have uh, one dog, Riker, who lives with me here in New York City. And then I have another dog back home that my dad was so gracious enough to take on because he's terrified of people. So I didn't think the city would be a good place for him. (laughs) Um, But he lives on a, he's a hound dog too. And my dad lives on a farm. So he's living his best life there. Yeah. I miss him, but Aww. yeah. And then I had um, a 16-year-old golden retriever, and she now lives with my mom in Virginia just because there's no way she could handle the stairs in the city, and she's Aww. just too old. <laughs> and her and my mom are total best friends, so oh, that's it worked fantastic. out. Oh. No, yeah. I was, before the pandemic, I was volunteering at the SPCA. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, animal shelter as well. Yeah. Um, but now I was like walking dogs, I was petting kitties, and I would take like my previous clients there and stuff like that. Like I was looking after a brain damaged adult for four years. Mm. So I'd take her to the animal shelter and she'd, you know, hold the cats and stuff like that with me. Oh, cool. And it was so much fun. But awesome. Uh, but no, I have a bearded dragon. So, oh, nice! Yeah, he oh, is. I love that. Seven years old this fall. Wow! How long did they live? Um, a friend of mine, her bearded dragon just passed away, and he was eleven. Oh wow! So okay. that's that's the ballpark I'm kind of estimating. Yeah. Um, previous to that. Um, I had, um, a corn snake who passed away Ooh. at the age of 27. Wow. I know. That's crazy. That's so cool. But no, I had him clearly for years and years and years. Yeah. Um, and he came with me from, uh, like moving out of my grandparents' home because my grandparents raised me moving there to here to there to here. And yeah, he is, was, yeah, he was um, an albino candy cane corn snake, um, Colonel the corn snake. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so perfect. So, 
Um, but yeah, he was, yeah, 27 years old when he passed. Wow. And he was just a hair under five feet long. And he was a beautiful snake. Wow. Yeah, going back to uh, volunteering at the animal shelter, mm-hmm. I'll, I just got to say, I mean, that is so amazing. And I know some people just go to volunteer just because, you know, they want to see the puppies and kittens. But I got to say, working in a shelter, our volunteers are everything mm-hmm. and so important to for our animals because mm-hmm. we do a lot with behaviorally challenged mm-hmm. and medically challenged, but mostly behaviorally challenged animals. And our volunteers, they come in and just socialize with them which Mm -hmm. literally their job is to just play with the animals but the I don't think people really understand how big that impact is Mm -hmm. on the animals well-being and pathway Um, it just helps them succeed so incredibly just by getting that extra minute to 10 minutes to 20 minutes whatever of social interaction it is completely life-changing for this animal so I thank you and I applaud you for being a volunteer for that shelter. It's so, so important. People don't even realize. It's amazing. Um, uh, And then the shelter at the moment, um, it's actually empty because everyone got adopted. Like, like, it was mostly like pre pre COVID and stuff like that during the lockdown. Everyone needed like a dog or a cat or a bunny. I have a friend who adopted two bunnies. Oh, cool. And they also adopted a ferret, but oh my god, ferret! I know. I think I want a ferret. (laughs) I've been thinking about it a lot lately. (laughs) They're so weird, and I just love weird. Yeah. So it's just uh, um, (laughs) but no, everyone kind of just wanted a pet and a companion and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, So yeah, our animal shelter at the moment is actually empty because it just everyone kind of needs that companion because it's like that's um, amazing. It's just people are still you know staying away from each other like I have a friend that I haven't seen in well over a year um and even like my group of friends like I have a strong group of girlfriends and we just love and support each other um we really only you know meet up like two or three of us at a time and it's in like a park and stuff like that yeah and we all have different lines of work uh like one works at a steel mill one's an esthetician and I'm support worker so just like we try to you know because they know that I have like, you know, children that, you know, children are kind of gross. Because I can't tell you how many times I've had like boogers smeared on me. Um, <laughs> and other bodily fluids. But that's, you know, uh, no, yeah. this is not the podcast to talk about that. <laughs> so just like, you know, they know that I'm like, I'm the grossest out of everyone just because I'm, like, I'm around children and they're not. That was so funny. That's how I used to work in a small animal clinic. And I mean, the only break we would ever get in the day was, I mean, lunch, but we would never be able to take a break. So we'd we'd just eat while we're working. And our boss was amazing. So she'd just like order us food when we'd have busy days like that, which was almost every day. Um, but we would just eat while we work and she's just sitting there in the middle of surgery and I'm just eating my chicken sandwich while she's like ripping the guts out of this animal's intestines trying to figure out what the animal ate and I'm just eating my sandwich like it's no big deal. (laughs) Oh, it's gross. 
when you think about it from an outside perspective. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 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 It's funny. It's just so normal to me, though. <laughs> right? It's just, yeah. Like, I have lots of friends that are, uh, like, they work with seniors and stuff like that. And, you know, you know, putting catheters and just, mm. um, I remember working at a senior home and there's this older lady that would always get out of bed instead of changing, she would unchange and then she'd be walking around butt naked. <laughs> and, you know, she, you know, I kind of have to go up to her and be like, uh, hi grandma, you know, you're, you're butt naked again. And she's like, no, I'm not. Where's my coffee? <laughs> and it's just, it's, that's just a fair mild story, but. Right. And I just remember like, uh, sundowning and stuff like that some of these seniors will be fine during the day but as soon as the sun goes down that's when their behaviors happen and the amount of times that I've had a big ball of shit get thrown at my head no and <laughs> I'm like this is my life I'm wiping you off the floor it's it's never they've never gotten on my hair or face it's always been that's like good. pants and maybe a shirt yeah. But that's why you always go to work with a spare change of scrubs. Absolutely. And it's not the expensive ones either. It's the ones that you get secondhand and you just, like, I, I know so many girls that will go in and they'd be wearing like head to toe Lululemon and Ooh. they leave the, and they leave their shit <laughs> and they have like shit on their pants. I'm like, that's what you get. <laughs> yeah, that's where you get for wearing buying a hundred and twenty dollar pair of pants. Exactly. Oh, it's so funny. So, <clears throat> oh, good times, good times, fun times. Yeah, my work actually, um, it, it's so huge. It's such a giant organization. So they have the ability that we they wash our scrubs for us. And it oh. helps because you always have your scrubs there. Like, I don't yeah. wear my scrubs home, so I don't forget to have an extra pair. They wash them for us. It's so freaking oh, nice. thanks a lot. Yeah. No, my company isn't that nice. So <laughs> I have, like, a plastic, you know, bag. And mm -hmm. since I get home, it's a quick shower. And then it's a hot, soapy wash in the washer immediately. And then I'm bleaching the mm -hmm. damn washer afterwards. Oh, yeah. I know, right? Oh, that's so. crazy. I know. I remember when I worked at an animal hospital a few years ago when I was still living back home, I came in contact with an animal that was really, really contagious. So when I got home, I had to call my uh, dad and ask him to bring me a robe out and a trash bag out to the driveway. And I just had to undress in the driveway, put my scrubs in this bag, and then bleach the crap out of it I think I actually even just threw them away I was like screw it at this point <laughs> yeah <laughs> we got so far off topic from cigars but <laughs> I know I know it's like it's we're kind of going back and to and from to and from to and from I know but uh it's uh 6 p.m here what's it over there it is nine o'clock here Nine o'clock. Oh, okay. Is it past your bedtime or? Just about. I got to work at 7 a.m. So Ugh. might start getting ready soon. Oh, fair enough. I have tomorrow off. Oh, and tomorrow good. is the domestic crap. I want to vacuum. I need to grocery shop. 
Oh, fun stuff. I know. It sucks being an adult. I know. It really does. So. <laughs> well, thank you so much for jumping on. This has been so much fun, even though we totally veered off from cigars. Yes. It's been um, a great conversation. Yes. Um, I'm going to finish my cigar. Uh, and it's beautiful and delightful. Um, and I will maybe next time give me a shout. I get consistent Friday, Saturday, Sundays off. Oh, so perfect. if we can get the video thing to work, yeah. or we can make it a pajama party uh, yeah. and hair up, no makeup. Well, absolutely. And, you know, maybe some face masks, some eye creams, you know, we can, you know, uh, Ooh, totally yes. girlify it. Totally girl while smoking a cigar. I'm into it. (laughs) Oh, sounds so good. All right. Well, Well, enjoy. Yes. Enjoy that cigar. And I will talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you again, Jessica. I had so much fun chatting with you and I truly look forward to more incredible conversations with you, hopefully in person someday soon. Everyone go follow Jessica on Instagram. I'll post her Insta name in the show notes and I'll tag her on my post about this episode on Instagram. Thank you again for listening, everybody. I will talk to you soon.